from what you've heard during these Senate hearings, do you think the expansion of the car to the Northern Territory would actually benefit communities and, and in particular, Aboriginal people? The evidence we've received so far is uh, not uh, showing uh, that this will benefit the people of the Northern Territory, academics plus Aboriginal organisations, in particular in the top end, have provided evidence saying that uh, there isn't uh, any real proof to, to even say that that can be the case. So naturally, when we meet in Alice Springs at the end of this month, I'll be very interested to hear what local families and communities have to say, given that 21,000 Territorians are already on the basics card and they will automatically be moved to the cashless debit card. Now, during the Senate hearings, uh, government officials actually admitted that people on the card could still actually buy illicit materials such as alcohol and pornography due to a loophole. I understand this came off the back of, of a question you asked about the use of the uh, BPAY system or the, the bill payment system. Can you elaborate a bit on your question and the response given by government officials? Yes, absolutely, Kyle. I was quite uh, amazed that uh, this uh, point of policy had so dramatically changed given the uh, inception of the intervention was based on uh, the concerns around child sexual abuse and the connectivity to pornographic material. And now, 12 years on, uh, people who lived under the conditions of the intervention uh, will now look like going onto the cashless debit card where they will be able to purchase uh, these very items that they were told were the reasons for the intervention. And I did ask the department, I said, well, don't you think it's peculiar that you're now enabling uh, the purchase of pornography through the cashless debit card when that was almost the very reason why or one of the reasons why yeah, the, the federal government under John Howard intervened into the Northern Territory. What what was the policy change? And they just said there, there isn't any evidence uh, to show uh, that that has worked or not worked, but they just decided to go ahead anyway. It's just not... It's not good enough, Carl. I mean... We've had people in the Territory live under a particular regime based on all these allegations and accusations and now uh, it's almost being uh, kind of swept out the door as though it was a non-issue and yet it impacted so many thousands of lives. Now, in 2012, the Labor government under Julie Gillard did replace the Northern Territory National Emergency Response with Stronger Futures, which did retain some of the same policies, including income management under the basics card which continues today we have heard some people talk about their experiences under it and some of those experiences sounded similar to, to those experiencing uh, the cashless debit card trials well, what's labor's position on income management today as a whole and are they, are they solely opposed to it under the cashless debit card look we've been fairly uh, clear certainly excuse me, in the previous term, which is my first term in the Senate, that a lot of it is around choice. Uh, I think it's important that, and I know just even from personal circumstances, that I have family members who prefer to, to be able to say that uh, they have a card and they have no money that they can give family. You know, that, that issue of, uh, of family members who might humbug. And I know it has worked for, for some of them, you know, especially some of, some of the elders. But 
In terms of Labor's overall policy, we have been about choice. I guess in terms of this particular focus with the Northern Territory, moving people from basics card to cashless debit card, I just ask the question, why? You know, why is it so necessary to move and relocate, you know, over 20,000 people from one form of card to another when you've got organisations like the Arnhem Land Progress Association, ALPA, who've organised their own community card, like a food card, and it works in their area, um, and there's no local sort of input or community input, why focus on a card when we should be focusing on jobs? Now, I understand as well, people on Newstart recently shared their stories with the Community Affairs Committee. Can you provide us with with a sense of what some of the stories revealed and and what your position is on the calls to raise Newstart? Look, we've had some really compelling evidence around uh, raising the rate of Newstart. There have been people who've given evidence, people who've uh, had to go on uh, the welfare, uh, people who've you know, former journalists, academics, people with high degrees who've fallen on hard times and have given some very emotional evidence uh, to say that this uh, rate uh, does not work for them and it certainly doesn't assist people to, to step out of welfare. We've also heard evidence from academics but also social services like the Australian Council of Social Services say that, uh, you know, by keeping people on Newstart when everything else has risen, you know, inflation has risen, uh, other the CPI has risen, but there hasn't been a rise for, you know, over two decades in the rate of Newstart allowance and, and that is reflected in the economic suffering that people are experiencing. Uh, new research shows uh, 9 in 10 Indigenous people don't have financial security, uh, three and four are excluded from financial services, including superannuation, uh, insurance and financial advice, and that uh, one in two are in financial stress. So what needs to change, in your opinion, in terms of supporting mob who are doing it tough financially? Look, they're, they're incredibly disturbing statistics, and yet for, for people on the ground, for people who work in our remote and regional uh, Australia with First Nations people, I have always been aware of this. With the Royal Commission into uh, banking uh, in the last 12 months, uh, there have been strong evidence that's come through around those issues around superannuation or lack thereof and people's aware, uh, awareness around financial uh, accessibility and institutions. Uh, that's, that's a great poverty gap uh, for First Nations people. And I certainly think that uh, we've got to step up at all levels of government to ensure that there is greater awareness of people uh, who live in these areas about their financial, uh, you know, sustainability, but also their financial uh, assistance.